because sometimes people ask me, well, how can I become this great speaker like you and others? And I say to them, just be a speaker. Hello, and welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm Arby Robinson. I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker, and author of Speak Up, Get Clients, and your host for today's podcast. The Million Dollar Speaker Podcast is very different from other podcasts in that we interview true million dollar speakers and we share with you how you can be a million dollar speaker, how you can reach millions of people and how you can make millions doing it. And today I have a very special guest, Jerry Foster. Now, Jerry, when Jerry was a kid, his goal was to be a TV talk show host or a professional basketball player. Well, it didn't turn out that way. Instead, developed a fascination with this whole thing called branding ended up creating his own brand development company and his and has become known as one of the top small business brand strategists in the nation. Jerry is the founder of the Big Brand Formula, which shows small business owners how to create a big brand and a strong message that sells, even if your budget is small. So you can excite ignite and delight the market you're selling to. Known throughout the speaking and training community as the branding evangelist, Jerry has helped over 100,000 small businesses from over 600 different industries with their branding since, since starting his brand development and training company full-time in July 1985. Five. So help me welcome to the stage, Jerry Foster. All right. <laughs> welcome, Jerry. I am so excited to have you on the show. Uh, well, you know, I am hyena happy and peacock proud to be <laughs> on your show, RV, because you are a rock star. I love you. I adore you. You are the bomb.com. Oh, the bomb.com. I love that. I love that. All right. So first question, let's jump right in. The first question I always ask my guests is what, because I know you are truly a million dollar speaker. So what do you think the characteristics are of a million dollar speaker? You have to know how to dazzle your audience. Ooh, dazzle. I love that one. Now, I mean, think about it. As a speaker, we can show up as plain vanilla, which yeah. just imagine for, for a moment, you've got a cup with some vanilla in it and it's plain and it's ordinary, or we can serve up something to our audience that is mouth-watering. So all of a sudden that vanilla in a cup, we put some hot fudge on it. Ooh, We've yeah. got some sprinkles, we got some yeah. whipped cream, we chop it off with a cherry. And that's what we have to do as a speaker which means we're going to rock that house. We're going to deliver an experience like no other in our field. 
Right. So it's not just about great content, what I hear. It's also the extra stuff that you add to it that makes the great content even taste better. You got it because you got to find your flavor. Find your flavor. I love it. (laughs) And, And you know, RV, for so many speakers today, they don't know what their flavor is. They're playing vanilla. They're playing an ordinary and the audience wants something that's what? Exceptional and, and extraordinary. True. And so that's about being able to tap into your sacred self, tapping into who you are as a speaker in terms of your content and delivery. And that's a must for any million dollar speaker. Amen to that. I love that. Now, you and I, what the, I one thing I'm just so excited about having you on the show, because you and I met Years and years and years ago, I don't even know how many, but I was in corporate America. Early 90s. Early 90s, early 90s. And um, I spoke at one of your groups in Newport Beach. Remember that? It was a breakfast meeting. I met you at like 7 a.m. That's right. Well, I first, you know, here's the power of speaking, because I first met you when you were a guest speaker at yes. one of these networking groups. Yes. Right? And then we saw each other again. You were speaking and then I was speaking. And, you know, then I saw you speak at CEO space. And, you know, I mean, speaking is just such a great way to grow your business and meet people. So tell me a little bit about, um, you know, your experience with speaking and then also how you decided in 1985 to get into branding. Oh, my goodness. I tell you, I have been at it for a while. I like to tell people that I started my speaking career in 1986. I started my company, my brand development and training company in 85, but in 1986, when Jesus was wearing sandals, dinosaurs were roaming the earth, something called the PC. Have you heard about this thing called a PC? What is that? A personal computer. Oh, what does it do, right? And so when I first started off, I would basically speak in front of whoever would listen to me. And so when I lived in Orange County down Laguna Beach, oh my God, RV, I would speak to every chamber of commerce, every rotary, elks, lions, women's groups, whoever would listen to me. Right. Because at that time I was developing my content, my message and my delivery style, which was years in the making. But I just I just wanted to connect with people because I felt that one of the one of my gifts was that ability to speak to the hearts and the minds of the people who would listen to me. Right. Absolutely. And tell us. okay, so tell us what why you you developed the branding company that you have. I mean, what was that about that 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 passion? Uh, The passion was I, I was always intrigued by. Why do people prefer brands? (laughs) I mean, think about it. We live in this brand conscious world where it's always about the brand and nothing but the brand. Some people prefer Starbucks over getting a cup of coffee at a 7-Eleven. I'm going to go into a Subway as opposed to a deli shop. Some people may prefer Nike over Adidas, Coke over Pepsi, and on and on and on. So I've always been intrigued by why do we as Americans, if not around the world, why do people prefer brands? The reason why is because we associate something with that brand, Ah. that brand name that's going to do what? 
give us our greatest levels of satisfaction. And so I was fascinated with that. Mm-hmm. And so I went to school at USC, right? University of Southern California, got two degrees, my bachelor's degree, my MBA degrees of honors, blah, blah, blah. Majored in marketing, deep study in branding, worked for Procter & Gamble, P&G, wow. in brand management. I was a brand strategist with P&G. Hello, I wrote the book on branding. And so my whole life has been nothing but branding. That's all I've done my entire life, RV. You are the expert. Thank you. Thank you so much. You are the expert. Now, one of the things that I loved about you, even throughout um, your career and meeting you here and there, you know, a couple of things that I love. Number one, you always knew who I was. Right, you always recognized me, and I always recognized you, and we we're always thrilled to see. I know, Natural Speakers Association. Remember, we were in NSA together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so many different things. But one thing I loved, and I and always stood out from my mind, is you always asked me if I knew of different places that you could speak. I mean, you were loyal to speaking and always dedicated. And always, and I think million dollar speakers do that. They get that, that every time you network, every time that you meet somebody, every time, especially a speaker trainer like myself, it makes sense to ask, hey, where, where are you speaking lately? And hey, can I get in there? Do you know any place that I, I'm, tell, tell our audience how you did that and how important that is to sustain your, even your own brand and your own company. Oh my goodness. That's a great question. And I often get asked, Jerry, did you ever go to Toastmasters or did you go to some kind of speaking boot camp? No, I developed my own style on my own. And so when I was out there blazing my own trail, speaking here, <laughs> speaking there, and I used to get a kick out of the service clubs because you look out in the audience, the average age is 80. You know, one third of the people are asleep. Another third are talking to each other. And then, and then a third are listening to you. But I didn't let that bother me because I was testing out material. I was trying to find who I was as a speaker. And I'll tell you this, for all these new speakers out there, just be a speaker. See, that's the key. Because sometimes people ask me, well, how can I become this great speaker like you and others? And I say to them, just be a speaker. And when you think about that, if you make the decision to be a speaker, then you're naturally going to do what, RV? You're going to put yourself out there. Right. You're going to hopefully get trained. It's like a stand-up comic. You, you got to get out there. You, you got to try your material. You got to try it out. I love that. I love that. And one thing that I love about you, too, is that you always commanded your audience. Every single time I spoke to you. Now, being how I don't know how tall you are, six something. Six three, six three, right? <laughs> six three, that helped. But you did your whole essence, your whole, you embodied it. You just stood up there and you took charge and yes. took command of that audience. So again, tell our audience how you did that and how important that is. Even if you're five feet, I'm only five feet. And I, I feel like I can do that too. Tell our audience how did how you did that and how important it is. I branded myself around being real, raw, and vulnerable, right? And I wasn't trying to be like someone else because when I first started off, oh my God, I would listen to a lot of the giants. Les Brown, Danny Cox, 
Tony Alessandro, remember, I mean, all these legends, right? Even Zig Ziglar. And I tried to, I went, oh, if I could speak like him, if I could speak like her. And then I just found my own groove because as you know, what I do is I show people how to do what? Dance to the rhythm of your brand, right? As the branding evangelist. So my point is that I had to let go of trying to be like someone else, trying to talk like this person, whoever. And I had to let go of always feeling that I had to have this polished kind of look on the stage. I got to be cool. I got to impress people and all of that. And instead, the first thing I had to embrace, RV, was my own quirkiness. Yes. We all have a quirk, right? I had to come to grips with what? Being me and not someone else. I had to embrace my differences that made me an original and more memorable. And out of that, what emerged was someone called now to this day, the branding evangelist. Because as you know, RB, I preach and teach the big, the gospel of big branding for bigger sales. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen, amen, amen. But the, another thing too is because you did all that and you were you, you were likable. You were always likable. You were funny, just like you did now. You have your own quirky sense of humor that makes people laugh, open their hearts, right? Because funny equals money. But it also, I think that when you make people laugh, that their heart opens up and then they relax and then they can listen to you because I've never felt like you were trying to sell me anything. You were just talking, being yourself, having a good time on stage. And, and you, you worked at it in the beginning, but then now it's completely natural. So if you were to talk to a new speaker and they said, well, how do I do that? Cause I work with new speakers every single day and, and they just don't know how to be in some, times themselves and let it all hang out. So if you had any advice for them, what would you say? I would say tap into your sacred self. What is the core of your essence that allows you to be who you have decided that you're going to be as a speaker? Are you, for example, are you going to be inspirational? Are you going to be inspiring are you going to be motivational are you going to be someone who exactly yeah and so in my case i decided that i was going to be this inspirational teacher Mm -hmm. because i love teaching right now when i made the decision that i was going to be known for teaching big branding strategic branding not visual branding but strategic branding then I knew that I had to have a few things in place. And, in, in, and what that was that became part of my identity as the brand and evangelist was harnessing what? My upbeat personality, my inspirational messages and my unique delivery style of content rich. That's the key, content, content, content teachings and what? A supportive attitude. Mm. to want to give people something, resources and guidance that really is going to help them go where they want to go in terms of their brand. 
Right. And I always feel like if you give somebody, you know, a little bit, right, appetizer, they're going to want more. You know, so many people are afraid, oh, I might give them. No, you're not going to give 30 years of experience in a 30 minute talk. Feel free to give people, you know, a little something. And you always, always do that. So I want to change the subject really quick for a moment, because in your bio, you talked about one of your dreams was to be a basketball player. Now, I love basketball. I love to play it, even though I'm only five feet. And I love to go to the games. And I used to always go and see the Lakers and the Celtics play. It was my favorite, favorite back in the magic times and the and all of those times. So what changed for you? I mean, that was one of your passions. What switched? Why didn't you go into basketball? Because you're certainly tall enough. Uh, tell us that story. I want to know that story. Well, there was a scrimmage. I'm, I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan. Back in the days of Motown. Ooh, the original wow. Motown music, right? Yeah, the Temptations and Stevie Wonder and the anyway, Smokey Robinson. But yeah, yeah, it's a brand, exactly. That's a whole, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. How, how, so when I was in high school, I wanted to be an NBA player, and we were scrimmaging another high school, and the coach says to our coach, "Hey, we got this kid." And he's not eligible. Do you mind if we put him in the game so he can get some minutes playing? And so, you know, we put this, they put this kid in the game. And my coach says, Jerry, you, you guard him. And so I'm trying to guard this kid. And he's just dribbling down the court between his legs. And every time he shot the ball, it went in. Woo. And RV, he scored 35 points on me. In the first half. Wow. Not good. <laughs> and, 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 and so afterwards, I said, who is this kid? And his yeah. name was his name was George Gerben. Woo. The Iceman, who was now considered one of the greatest NBA players of all time. Wow. And so when I realized that, you know what? Maybe I don't have what it takes <laughs> to be an NBA player. That dream went away. Got it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. It just wasn't for me. But I still love it. I still love basketball. And I use basketball, by the way, metaphorically in my teachings, because part of big branding is what? Giving yourself an edge. Because what do great basketball players do? They, they play around their edge, that advantage they have over their opponent. Well, and finding and finding your skyhook. You got it. Finding your oh yeah. yeah, there you go. Oh, I like that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because yeah, yeah. yeah the late great Kobe Bryant exactly. So yeah. the whole thing is, if you can play to your advantage, maybe you can jump higher, maybe you're quicker, maybe you're faster, or you can shoot better. That's the same thing as a speaker. Speak to your edge. What is it that sets you apart from other speakers and build your speaking persona around that? Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Love it. All right. So you help small businesses brand themselves, right? And I help small businesses speak and mm -hmm. speak about their business to get business. So I believe a lot of branding and speaking go together because people need a brand as a speaker, as a business owner. And like if you're looking at my office right now, um, you'd see red is behind me. I'm wearing red. If I speak, I'm always wearing red because that's my brand, yeah. right? 
I wear red lipstick because that's my brand. <laughs> that's part right? of your brand. Okay. Right? Now, it developed, though, over the years. It wasn't. I started out with burgundy years ago, you know, and then switched to blue for a little while. And then went, you know what? I don't like that. I love red. I'm going to wear red, right? So tell us a little bit about how you work with small businesses to brand themselves. And then how do you work with speakers to brand themselves or change their brand? How does that work? Well, it starts off by the owner, like you did. I'm going to put this in branding terms, okay? Yeah. You'll love this. You made the strategic decision to not be just another penguin, okay? <laughs> What do we know about penguins? They all look alike, <laughs> right? So think about that. If you're an owner, speaker, coach, trainer, whatever, service-based entrepreneur, you don't want to be another slice in the loaf. No. You don't want to be another sheep in the herd. You don't want to be another whoever, whatever, right? And so the idea here is to stand out, get noticed, and be remembered for offering something unique to yeah. your audience, to your market, so you can then be rewarded for your individuality. Right, right. Now that requires having what's called a whole brand. Now mm -hmm. image is important, but great brands are built strategically, not just visually. And so what I do is I show people how to create a brand and a strong message that sells a big brand so you can excite, delight, and ignite your market and make it easier to get customers. I love that. I love, 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 love that. Yeah, and that's what I love about you, RV, because of your red, right? You See, listen, listen, you're not another penguin. You're standing out. You're not blending in. And too many owners are blending in with vanilla in their cup. That's right. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love all your metaphors, but I particularly like... Don't be, don't just be another slice of bread in the loaf. I love that. We don't want to be that. You want to be the slice of wheat bread that got into that loaf. And there you out. go. You don't want to be a piece of furniture or a carton of milk. Right, right. There you go. You don't want to be um, the, the uh, what, the just a regular tool in the shed. I don't know. We could There go. you go. We got all these little branding cliches. Yes, I mean, see, in other words, here, people look at, here's the other way. Don't let people commoditize you. Because unless you brand yourself, somebody else will. That's the reason why branding is considered the number one business building tool and why the most successful companies in America, by the way, are brand driven, brand focused, brand centric companies is because branding, when done right, blended with the right marketing, so you can say the right things the right way to the right people and create that ripple effect for a splash of revenue. The reason why that's so critical is because it allows you to shape perceptions. Because right. unless you brand yourself, somebody else will, and they're gonna label you and put you into a slot. And, put right. you in. and so what I do is I show folks, owners, how to not be put into a box. Right. How to set yourself apart by getting people to see you as what? Top shelf, best in class, as opposed to just plain vanilla. Amen, and I love that you do that even for small businesses. I love that you take small businesses and make them what? Big brands. And oh, exactly. I don't know anybody else that does that and brands that are remembered and that stand out from all of the sea of small businesses. So I love that. Oh my God, if not, you're going to get swaddled, swallowed in a sea of sameness 
Which means you're not distinguishing yourself because you're me too as opposed to me only. In other words, you don't want to be me too. You don't want to be just another whoever, whatever. You want to be me only known for being innovative in what you do and how you do it so that you now not only have lucrative competitive separation, you can now reach the people you want to reach, make the impact you want to make, have that sense of fulfillment that you seek and the the money that you want to make because of your brand. Amen. Amen. And I primarily work with solopreneurs, by the way. I work with primarily small business, one, maybe a few people who have services, which is very different than how to brand a product, something physical. That's different. Amen. So if someone is listening and they want to work with you, Jerry, how do they get a hold of you? Because this is good stuff right now. How do they get a hold of you? Well, my website is jerryfosterbranding.com. That's Jerry with a G because my birth name is Gerald. So it's Jerry with a G as a to Jerome, which would be Jerry with a J. Suppose I had a nickel for every time I've said that. So <laughs> JerryFosterBranding.com. Right? You right. Can, they can do that. And I, I'll put up my phone number. Is that okay? Yeah, please do. My, my cell, this is my cell, which is 310-382-6539. Okay? And if people want, you know, I created this assessment years ago, RV, mm-hmm. where people... I, people can muscle test their brand. I created yeah. this, this assessment in 2014 where people in three to five minutes can muscle test their brand on a scale of one to 10 and 25 core areas and see where their strengths are, where they're strong or weak. And, and so if people want that, if they want to take my assessment, connect with me. And I also have a free gift. Yeah, tell us what that free gift is. Yes. Yeah, so if you go to jerryfosterbranding.com forward slash claim, C-L-A-I-M hyphen gift, you can grab onto my big brand video series, which was which is designed to show you how to look like a big brand. And so mm-hmm. I got some of my most popular clips and all that kind of stuff, juicy stuff. So any of those three ways would be great. All right. Great. Thank you, Jerry. And I'm going to put all that information in the show notes for anyone that didn't get that right away to write it. Yes. And text me. They can text. Just send me a text. Say, say I was on RB show. I was on RB show and I'll set you up so you can take my assessment so we can see where your brand is good. Assessment. Now that assessment is how much, what is the value? That's free. I normally, oh my God, RV. Normally when people take my assessment and they want to have, I'm going to throw it because it's your show. I'm going to throw in a one hour brainstorming session that I normally charge $500 for. We'll do it for free. Okay. Take the assessment, have a brainstorming session, brainstorm, come up with some stuff you can do to really scale. All right. And I'll do that. So this text me your name, Say I was on RV show assessment and we'll get you set up. I love that. Thank you for that generous offer. If you're you're listening and you're thinking, well, I already have a brand. Well, but how is it working for you? Yeah, it might be time for rebranding. A rebrand or a refresh, right? Yes, you might that's need right. to refresh your brand for to do a lot of that world, you know, if it's 10, 15 years old. So I <laughs> encourage you, right? 
the hookup with Jerry, that's Jerry with a G and not a J. I love that story. And get your assessment, get the free coaching time when the miss is invaluable and uh, you won't find a better brand strategist than Jerry Foster. So, Jerry, thank you so much for being on the show today. What fun, what fun. I'm going to have you back in a few months because it's too much fun. So, I love you. I love you, RV. You're the best. You're my heart. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone. That is our show today. Tune back in next Wednesday for another great Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million dollar speaker.